0: hey everyone uh welcome back and good morning it is currently 8 a.m on thursday morning and it's a beautiful day nice and sunny nice and beautiful temperature is perfect uh the sun is coming up really nice uh i wanted to touch base with the uh new project that i uh, am doing um for my investment i'm building another home a rental property essentially uh so The land is cleared. I cleared all the land. It's ready to go. Uh, I think either tomorrow afternoon or maybe this weekend, I'm going to have general fill material delivered. Um, That way I can start building out a driveway uh, to the location of the rental property. Uh, And then also, uh, I already started the electrical permit process. So we have a um, licensed electrician that is um, uh, friends with us. On that side of the island where i 'm going to be doing this um, rental, and um, he 's going to um, take care of majority of it because actually um, the licensed electrician or licensed plumber have to file for the permits anyway b- through themselves because you know everything has to be licensed uh, so we do have the licensed electrician pulling um, the permit right now as we speak, um, then the electric company comes out they do a, a real quick survey. I'm determining if we need to put another pole in the ground, which we will. Um, and then they'll mark out the location of where that pole should go. Uh, and then from there, we can go ahead and actually start digging the hole and put a galvanized um, steel pole in the ground that's going to hold the the new 200-amp service that we're bringing into the property. So right now, it's only a 100-amp service on the property. Um, so we're upgrading the total amount of power that's coming in uh to the property to 200 amp so a lot of little things need to be changed around to make it all um legal but not only that make it all um good you know we want to make sure everything's good Uh, so that's the good news the um, permit is going through as we speak and um, it's just a matter of time for them to schedule to come out take a look at things mark the location and then um, we're off to the races we can actually start um you know the licensed nutrition that we're, we're dealing with our family friend, I'm also paying him. He's not just doing it for free. Uh, I am paying him. Um, you know, we're going to be able to run all the wires, the conduit. Um, I'm going to see if I can get an excavator out on that side of the island to dig the trench. Um, for the electric, it has to be a minimum of 16 inches below grade. Um, or we could go above, you know, so either we can go underground or we could go above. The thing is, here in Hawaii, we have a lot of trees, like especially on that side of the island. There's a lot of trees. It's like it's all forest area, um, and there's winds, and we have hurricanes more or less on that side from time to time. That gets really bad. So if I put something overhead, I'm taking the chance of some of these trees eventually breaking and falling and hitting the power line. Um, so I don't want that, right? If it's underground, it's it's out of sight, out of mind, and don't have to worry about it. Like there's nothing that's going to hit it, that's going to damage it, right? Um, so that's the direction I'm going. It's gonna be underground, but it's all rocks, like rock, rock. So uh there's gonna be a lot of um hard, hard digging, and probably I gotta get a hammer for the excavator to break up a lot of the, the rock. Um the run is probably gonna be about 380 feet um long, the trench that I have to dig in solid rock, pretty much. Um but yeah, you know, this is just the things that you have to do to get it all squared away correctly. Um, so i'm pretty excited so i'm just kind of on hold as far as building at the moment because we need to determine where the pole is going to be located and then which direction the trench is going to go we're just trying to make everything easy for everyone including myself that has to build everything right so you know let's get the permit all squared away for the electrics so that way we kind of have an idea where that pole is going to be located and then from there that's really going to tell us where we should move the building or pivot the building or whatever we need to do to to make it user-friendly for everyone. Especially me, when I have to dig this trench, the terrain is not all level, right? It's like semi-flat, then it, the, the grade really starts to drop off. So um, that's, the, that's the, the next step is just kind of wait for them to give us the um, okay on where the actual pole has to be installed. Uh, and then from there I can start figuring out where I'm going to dig this trench and how I'm going to get to where I'm building the, the, the rental property essentially. Um, but with that on one side, I can work on building out the driveway. Um, so the skidster did majority of the work, but it's pretty much done. It's gone as far as it can. Um, it's pretty much almost drivable in there with the, it, considering it's all rocks. I smoothened out a lot of it. um, Regrade it as much as I could within reason because 'cause we're just talking like chunks of rock guys there's no gravel, no nothing yet right it's just chunks of rock, so it's really hard going um so I did get it pretty decent, but still not good enough to like be able to just drive in and out freely um so that's what I'm gonna be working on hopefully this weekend um is getting the driveway all squared away um we're bringing in general fill material um each load is twenty tons. Um, the first two loads are going to come in. I'm going to use that to float the low areas. That way we can have w- water. If water gets, uh, under the road or whatever, it can go through the big rock. So we're using big rock as the base course. And then as we come up to grade, that's when we can start putting, you know, um, finished material like three quarter minus gravel or cinder or whatever the topping that we decide to go with. Um, that's where everything gets finished off at, but the, you know, the grade material, we want it to be big and substantial and and that way the water can flow through so we don't have to worry about, uh, you know, it being washed out, right? Because if we was just to put fine material from the base all the way up and if it was to rain really hard, we take the chance of it washing out some of the road. Um, but by having, you know, a really big um, rock base for the foundation, it's not going to go nowhere, right? Water can flow through it if it needs to. Um, it's not just going to wash it out. It's big, big, big rocks. And then only on the very top is where we're going to put the, the finished material. So I do have a, quite a long, um, I think it's 380. Yeah, I think 384. No, 300 and probably 80. 300, yeah, 380 something. I think I'm going to end up getting up to like 375 feet total driveway. Uh, and then there's still a big parking area that I need to develop out at where the rental location is going to be. So um, that whole area has to get, um, you know, base material as well and gravel. Um, that way I can smoothen everything out so it looks nice, right? So we have a nice driveway coming in. And then when you get to the, um, to the rental units, you have a nice big parking gravel area. Um, so there's still a lot of work. Then also I still need to bring in uh, gravel material for under the building. Now, I don't have to do that. I didn't do that with my home. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. I didn't do that with my home, but I wish I did, okay? Because out there, it's kind of wet, and it's more on the wet side of the island, and it gets rain frequently. Um, you know, when I removed all the grass and overburding and started grading and clearing the lot, it's like mostly rock, but a thin layer of mud, right? And so for me to go under the building and do work, um like running plumbing or whatever else I have to do um I'm going to be crawling around in mud rock mud and rock so what I want to do is pour uh gravel all over the underneath of everything because that's going to make it look nice and clean but not only that it's going to be make it might make my life easier when I have to go underneath there and plumb these things or whatever I have to do um or do an inspection underneath the building eventually you know I'm not like slipping and sliding under mud I don't want that we want it to be nice and clean, right? So I do need to bring in uh, probably two loads of um, gravel for that because it is 80 feet long by 20. Um, so at least two loads to kind of give me at least three inches of thickness. That's going to be really nice under there. Um, you know, you have to think about all these things for for when you're building and in the future, you know, all because it's just going to make your life easy. I'll give you an example. Under my current home, since I didn't put any gravel or anything, it's just dirt. And over time the grass dies, right? So I don't have any grass alive downstairs anymore. Um, you know, as far as the, the ground is concerned, it just turned to powder dust. Dirt. Right? It's a mess. And so that's the one thing I wish I would have done was probably pour a bunch of gravel all over everything, because then it would have been a whole lot better situation. So I'm learning from the first home that I did for the second home, just trying to make some little tweaks and improvements to make my life a little bit easier in the future as well. And because this is a rental property, you know, things may come up in the, you know, many, many years down the road. You know, maybe you have a something, a pipe leaking or something, you know, I can easily look at it from underneath the home. So that really makes it easy for us to address issues uh, in the future. So there's still a lot of work to do, guys. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to um, continue on this process here. Uh, yeah, I finished up my last couple big jobs. So as of right now, I don't have any other big jobs lined up. I've basically um, pushed everything off completely. I'm not taking on any jobs. At this point, I used to work for everyone. At this point, I am now the employer hiring other people to come work for me now to build my place. So it's kind of a I flip the script kind of thing, right? I'm, you know, for many, many years, all I've done is just work, work, work. As most of you guys know. You guys have been following the podcast. I pretty much work every single day, right? Even through the whole starting and in, well, starting and up to current with the whole pandemic, nothing has slowed down at all for me. It has only picked up, which was great because we stayed really, really busy. I was able to put some money aside. My guys were able to make some good money along the way. We didn't have any downtime. But now that I'm f- fully concentrating all my energy onto the new rental property. I'm not actually going to be going out and doing any work for anyone unless it's like a, like, please, please, please come help me. You know what I mean? (laughs) So other than that, I'm now, it's a flip the script. You know, I'm now on the other side of things. I am hiring guys to come in to go do some things like the electric, right? Licensed electrician, licensed plumber. Um, I have, I'm hiring licensed, um, what you call it on um, framers and you know all this stuff cuz we're going to essentially build a big place 80 by 20 at least and a porch to go with it. So, yeah, it's a little bit different scenario. I'm used to being on the other side of things where you know customers or homeowners hire us or me to come in and do work and I get paid from them. Well, it's the other way around. There's no money coming in, but I'm dishing money out. <laughs> oh my goodness. So it's funny, right? As soon as you build up like your bank account and you've been saving, 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 you're like, now I'm turning around, just starting to, you know, spend money out of the account. But hey, it is what it is. But yeah, um, maybe once I get the driveway going and get that squared away, maybe I'll take some video and stuff for the YouTube channel for everyone. Maybe you guys can follow along on that process. Um, We're just trying to get um, all the little little details squared away and out of the way, you know, because we don't want any surprises, you know, so right now is the time to get it all squared away cuz like the the electrician said he's like hey before you start building let's let's get the permit and let's get, let's get the pole in because we need to take a measurement from the pole to where the structure is going to be because there is a um a distance you know like anything else like solar off-grid stuff um anything ac or dc um the long the farther you go away from the main source of power like your breakers um the that you have voltage drop, right? So you have to account for all these things. So there is a limit you want to try to stay within, especially if you're utilizing big, heavy, um, energy-hungry appliances at the very end of that line. So everything is within reason, you know? So he's like, hey, let's get the pole in the ground, and then let's take a measurement to see what our allowance is as far as voltage drop is. And then from there, you know, we can. If you have to move the building up a little bit to make it work, that's great. But if you're within within the the boundaries of the line that we can run to be safe, then you're good. Then it doesn't matter at that point anyway. So, you know, we're just following good practice all the way through the process here. It is a lots of phone calls, lots of hey, you know, when can we do this? Can you come out to do this? You know, lots and lots of phone calls um to get everything squared away. But we are working with a really good licensed electrician. He's a good friend. He's a really good guy. Really humble, and those type of things really go a long way when uh, you know doing a project like this because it's easy to easier to work with someone when they uh, you know they're, they're just a humble person, right? You know they they just want to get the job done too, but they also want to make sure it's done right, and you know they're trying to give you the best ideas along the way as well. So always take in a little bit from everyone. Uh, it's, it's just going to better you in the, in the future because what we're doing here on this property, we're actually going to duplicate on another property. So as soon as I'm done building this place and it's all done, uh, it's going to get rented out for at least six months. And then after the six month period, somewhere around there, well, maybe six months to a year, somewhere in there, um, I'm actually going to go and buy another piece of property and do the exact same thing that I'm doing here. So the same people that I'm hiring to do like the licensed electrician, the plumbers, and all these other things that I need to hire on, um, you know, I'm going to have them go on to the next project with me um, in the future when I start getting ready to buy another property and start duplicating what I'm doing. The idea here is to kind of build, get it all squared away, make back my money, Um, Put some money back in my my bank account so I'm not spending everything out of it, right? Get some money back in my bank account. And then from there, I can now reinvest because I I have a cushion, right? Uh, And then from there, reinvest, buy another property, do it again. And then wait for the money to come back in and kind of get that cushion built back up again and just keep going, you know? So I would like to do this maybe three, four times max, somewhere around there. Um, So this is the first one of the rentals at least. Now, I should state that all these new projects coming forward essentially have nothing to do with my off-grid current home. These homes are on the other side of the island. They're not an off-grid home by any means. There is a solar grid tie system on them, though, um, that we're going to be implementing, so I can document that at least. But the homes itself are not off-grid, okay, by any means. They're going to be connected to the electric grid, connected to just like anyone else would be on the grid exactly the same because it's a rental property i don't want to have issues or problems or phone calls saying hey you know this doesn't work or hey this stopped working or can you come out to take a look at this because it's not working you know that kind of stuff when you have renters renting they're paying good money to rent your place and you don't want to have issues right and especially since i live on the other side of the island from where these where i'm building these projects out at um it's really hard for me just to drive down the road to go look at something, right? It's a good hour and 45 minutes one way just to go and look at something. So by me making the, the rental property more um, close to population, more close to the city or the towns, where it's paved roads, electric, you know, all these things makes it easier to rent, but not only that, easier to deal with in the future as far as a rental is concerned. Because if I don't u- utilize electricity, right, then I'm using solar panels, batteries, um, gas stoves, gas refrigerators. That changes the game because things get really more, way more expensive actually, you know. And especially if you're duplicating this over and over and over, it gets, it, it can get t- complicated and a lot. So it's just better just to go all electric and then just add grid tie solar later on. And actually we already have grid tie solar for this, this one already. Um, but we have to build the place first before we can make the connection for it. So, yeah, just going to kind of look at all your aspects. I'm putting one really big um, hot water heater on, uh, electric hot water heater on the renter, on the toll I should say. That way, um, you know, I'm not dealing with gas. Because if I do it gas, there's two scenarios. Either I have to fill up propane tanks all the time and, and replenish them, or I have to go and call like our air gas gas pro people And they come out and put a tank on, but then you have a monthly bill that you have to pay all the time. Um, And then whenever it runs out, you have to make sure they come out in time to refill, you know, that kind of stuff. So too many moving parts when we can just run it all electric and then put grid tie um, solar on it to bring all the electric down to basically nothing. And then we're good, right? So less moving parts, the better, I think, in my mind when it comes to a, um, well, anything really. So... Anyway, guys, I hope you guys are looking around for, you know, ideas or projects or opportunities that may be around you. Like there's so many, you know, like for me here in Hawaii, it's very limited to what you can do as far as opportunities to a certain degree. But if you're in the U.S. mainland, really, you have no excuse. There is so much that you could, you know, try or get get into to see what's going to work for you, you know. When you're here on an island, you're on an island, and it's very limited to what you can and cannot do. So you have to be really innovative when it comes to doing things here. Not only that, everything here is really expensive, guys. Really expensive, right? Diesel costs, it, just everything in general is expensive here. You know, so you have to be cautious of those things. When you could, I could probably build all this stuff for half the price, half the cost. Um, oh, yeah, I would say maybe half the cost in the mainland compared to here just because of how things are so anyway guys stay positive keep your head up look around for opportunities jump on them when you can um, you know sometimes you just have to take a chance just like right now i'm taking a, a big financial chance and also a lot of work right so i'm taking a huge chance to get this all squared away and get this running you know because i'm trying to get this completely built and done less than a year OK, so once the permits is all squared away and done and they give us the OK to put the pole in the ground, which is coming up in the next couple of days, then it's building. That's all we're going to do. I'm going to work nonstop to build, 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 build to get this place done, because the sooner I get it done, the sooner I can get it rented, money coming back into my pocket to start breaking, slowly break even on my investment costs. Right. Um, so, yeah, you got to think about these things. So anyway, guys, stay positive. See you guys on the next one.